Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California. I hope our mic was working. We had a little yes. technical difficulties going live. So please let us know that everything's working. But we're here live for the Living Fearless Devotional. On ResurrectMinistry.com. Oh, and by the way, folks, our Resurrect Ministry Facebook page has been hacked. So um, that's why it's not playing on there if that was the way you used to connect to us. And don't be surprised if something really wonky shows up there. Right now it's just 4G, which isn't so scary. But if something very strange appears on there, that is not us. I have put in a request to Facebook, but they have still not responded 10 days later, seven <laughs> days later. So we'll see how that goes. Very good. Oh. But resurrectministry.com, <laughs> that website, as far as I know, is still up. That's where you'll find all of our content. Drop us a line. And if you care to donate, please click the donate now button. button. Yes. What do they find on the website? Anything cool? All, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all of our content. All of our content's up there. We are all out of sorts because when we went to go live, our camera stopped working the, uh, and the mic stopped working. So yes. uh, forgive us for being a little bit wonky. And we'll all, when all else fails, just... Start pray the computer. <laughs> and pray and restart the computer uh carrie new says she doesn't count facebook oh count she doesn't count on facebook yeah she doesn't count on that's good we don't count on it either uh pretty much uh get suspended every couple months anyway so yes. it's just as well well at least you get your account back i've just completely lost a count that i've spent four years building. <laughs> joy oh oh how exciting. All right. We are reading from uh, Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon. As soon as I can find, there it is, <laughs> the, uh, the right page here. Uh, and it is May 18th. And the reference is Colossians 2, 9 through 10. I got to let you know that they have some really big words in this uh, devotional. Yes, bear with us. So it's cha challenging my uh, ability to it's got uh, a lot of necessity. enunciate. So uh, articulate and enunciate. <laughs> exactly. So Colossians 2, 9 through 10 says, In Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And you have been given fullness in Christ. Amen. Uh, from the pen of Charles Spurgeon, all the attributes of Christ as God and man are at our disposal. All the fullness of the deity and everything that wonderful phrase includes. Amen is ours to make us complete, giving us fullness in Christ. He cannot endow us with the attributes of deity, but short of that, he has done everything that can be done, for he has made even his divine power and the fullness of the Godhead submissive to our salvation. His omnipotence, omniscience, omnipresence, immutability, mm. and infallibility are all combined for our protection and defense. So arise, believer, and behold the Lord Jesus harnessing the fullness of his divine Godhead to the chariots of salvation. The vastness of his grace, the firmness of his faithfulness, the steadfastness of his immutability, the infiniteness of his power, and the limitlessness of his knowledge have all made, been made pillars of the temple. There you go. Of, of salvation by the Lord Jesus. You did it. Thank you. And without diminishing one's attributes in infinite depth, he has co covenanted each of them as us, as our eternal inheritance. Whew. Every drop of this fathomless love of the Savior's heart 
every sinew in his mighty arm and every jewel in his majestic, majestic crown are ours. The immensity of his divine knowledge, as well as the sternness of his divine justice are ours and will be employed on our behalf. All of Christ in his entirety and in his exalted character as the son of God has been richly provided for us to enjoy. His wisdom is our direction, his knowledge, our instruction, his power, our protection, his justice, our guarantee, his love, our comfort, his mercy, our assurance, and his immutability, our trust. Amen. He holds nothing back, but opens even the deep recesses of the Mount of God and bids us to dig in its mines of hidden treasures. All, all, all are, uh, are yours. Wow. All, all, all are yours. He says, enjoy and be filled with the favor, the fullness and the goodness of the Lord. Oh, how wonderful to behold Jesus in his fullness. How wonderful to be able to call upon him with uh, confident certainty that when we seek the infusion of his love or power in our lives, we are simply asking for something he has already faithfully promised. Wow. You did it. I'm exhausted from all that. <laughs> so can you translate what all this, uh, just uh, the goodness is already there. So what are we fretting about? Well, that, but I think he's trying to really put these they're not just big in size. The mm -hmm. words are big in meaning. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's trying to use uh, the largest capacity he could find. So the vastness of his grace. So the vast, like of infinite space of his grace, the firmness of his faithfulness, steadfastness of his immutability. So steadfastness, meaning never wavering, of his immutability, meaning that he never changes. So the fact that you can every second of every minute rely on the fact that he never changes. The infiniteness of his power, that his power has absolutely no limits until infinity, eternity, and beyond. And the limitlessness of his knowledge are pillars of the temple. So pillars of the temple of salvation. If this fullness that he's trying to articulate in words of Christ are that same fullness that we have in us, because we are now that temple. Mm -hmm. I mean, just imagine, just imagine what we are capable of and what is at our disposal. And he's trying to encourage us to think way beyond what words can express. It's like superhero powers. Yes. And, and, and not just, and not just powers. It's like, it's, uh, uh, dependability mm. like that there is no chance god doesn't change it's like all the things that um pastor jack from uh calvary chapel chino hills was saying last night from hebrews where god's um the description of god never changing being constant being dependable all of those things um are at our disposal so it's not just he's describing a distant god he's describing the fullness of christ that is actually within us mm. everything short of being god the deity um all of that fullness has been transposed on us and as a consequence and jim brings this up in his piece um how do we 
wrap our minds around that so we can at least see ourselves as Christ sees us, as the Father sees us. Mm. Wow. Because if he gave all of those as a gift in this time, present tense, not in just in eternity, then how um, confident should we be in his love and in his um, surety and our salvation and our promises that he's promised us about goodness and being able to see the goodness of the Lord in this life. You know, where I sensed this in my walk with God was just the other night when I was talking to one of the kids and where I might not in my old self been able to be, to be, vulnerable sounds funny but i guess it is vulnerable and honest with uh my past um to help my son understand um how important it is to follow god yes to follow his wisdom what's going on <laughs> Um, yeah, because I'm not sure that I would ever have done that in my old self. No, um, that kind of vulnerability. Never. Yeah, to to know that um, <laughs> what's Sorry. going on. I don't know that we I, could do this slightly, well. I'm slightly <laughs> off camera. So. Um, I'll scoot over to the left a little bit. Um, and so I, but what that's interesting, and the, the thing I'm struggling with is not only the camera problems, uh, but um, <laughs> is that realizing that I did that without hesitation. Yes. And it only is because of his strength that he, that, that uh, he just gifts, gifts us. Gifts us. Amen. Because it, it was uh, an important time, I think, to share with my oldest son the um, some of the things that he needed to know yeah, about how things worked out and didn't work out between me and his mom Absolutely. and some of the, the things that caused the problems. Absolutely. I think I, it was um, something I don't know that I would have been ever have shared. I would have been better, you know, in my, in my old self, I would have thought, well, it's better just <laughs> they don't need to hear um, these things. True. And, uh, and to do it without even bringing the ex-wife up, it all had to do with me. Yeah. Cause in, in your, in your, in, in, uh, in your flesh, you, you don't always want to admit fault. Yes. <laughs> but God's, um, uh, love is real. He just said, uh, you know, I think, I don't know if it was pastor Jack was talking about is that, or was it one of the other messages we were listening to one of the other pastors is that, um, God doesn't uh, look at your past in that way, no. not, like, not like we do. Then how could you possibly love me? How can you possibly allow me to live in your, um, in your palace and in, in, in wear the crowns and, and do all that? How, how is that possible? And I forget who it was. I said, oh, I think it was Jack. He says, yeah. get over yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that... Uh, I think that that showed um, showed through the other day, and I did not even realize it was because of all this. Amen. The power of God. So I hope that all made sense. Yes, we, we absolutely. Going did. through a couple technical things there at the same time. Uh, what is Iris saying here? I can't see. 
She says, hi, Pastor Jack was on fire last night. He <laughs> wants everybody to be ready. Yes. Amen. And it's just a, the, again, the same point that Spurgeon is making is the, the surety we should have of knowing this protection, this temple of majesty that he has built for us in us. So we don't have to worry about what we did in the past. We don't have to worry about our faults even today because God, when he looks at us, sees the fullness of Christ. Mm. He's not seeing the things that we dwell on. Yes. And that were we to walk in that power and that surety and that confidence, um, we'd be far better servants of the kingdom. Mm. Carrie asked, did uh, he respond well to your honesty? And absolutely. It was one of the best conversations ever. And he laughs at me because I have a lot of talks with him. He has lots of talks. Lots and lots. Uh, some of them make an impact. Some of them don't, but um, you never know which ones are going to hit. Yeah. I, I had no idea that the one that we were having was going to go the direction that it did. I was, it started off with me being a little upset um, because I felt like it, he had I'd given him an opportunity to take a step forward in his uh, growth in adulthood and he failed to take it. But he shared with me that he was afraid uh, and, uh, and apprehensive and, and, and did not have the confidence in himself. Right. And so that's what led to the, the discussion. And so, uh, yes, Carrie, it was, um, it actually was awesome. I, I don't know that I felt him hug me uh, at the time that we finished as tight and for as long. Uh, and he said that he, he really appreciated telling, telling him things that he had never heard before and that uh, it really made a lot of sense now. And so, um, yes, it was, it was pretty great. God is fantastic. I, I, I don't know that I've ever um, felt so much, I feel a lot of love from, from you, no. but, uh, this love in my, in my existence and it's, uh, God's love has That's been pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Um, what else with the devotional? Uh, it's just the, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. I, I just love, uh, the, the, here, this part again, the fathomless love, like we named the devotional, the Savior's heart, every sinew, every, every connecting tissue of his mighty arm. So like he, there's nothing he would stop at in order to reach us, to save us, to uphold us. And every jewel in his majestic crown are ours. Mm. And so all of the descriptions, so it's basically almost like you can read the Bible and the majesty of the apostles' description of Christ and say, oh, my God, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. can you imagine how unbelievably glorious? I have a question for everybody. Okay. Who knows what a sinew is, an S-I-N-E-W? And you be honest. Do you know what a sinew is? Before you look it up. Every sinew in his mighty arm is how it's used in the sentence. And, it, and be honest, did you not have to look it up i mean did you know it or did you have to look it up and i like this also um the immensity of his divine knowledge as well as the sternness of his divine justice mm -hmm. as god repeatedly says especially even to the old testament prop, uh, pop, uh prophets that the battle is the lord's like you will not need to fight this battle the battle is the lord's and often um in my deepest darkest conflicts um since being a christian that's what the Lord's reminded me of. That the battle is the Lord's. And so 
that's another manifestation of the power that he has in our lives. The sternness of his divine justice are ours, knowing that he will bring the ultimate um, just justice to the verdict in our lives and in circumstances. Right. And Carrie's got it right. It's not the muscles not the muscle, and the tendons, the tendons part. <laughs> yes. Tendons. I did. It stopped me in my tracks. I go, what the heck is a sinew? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. What's sinew with you? <laughs> uh, it's like use S. Uh, uh, I forget what it was. That's so there's old uh, little rascals. Did you ever watch the black and white little rascals? Very rarely. Said, use isthmus in a sentence. And the kid goes, this must be my lucky day. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes. Um, I had a couple questions, not a couple questions, but I had a question about one of the omnis. Omniscience? Uh, yeah, what is that? Um, so it's it? omnipresent, omni, omniscience is the all knowingness, if I'm mm. not mistaken. So it is the um, not only always present, but knowing everything before it happens. All right. That's the first page. Is it? Yeah. Omnipotence, omniscience. Oh, yeah. And then the final one is. I always pronounce that omniscience. No. Omniscience? Omniscience. <laughs> <laughs> and omnipresence. Yeah. That yeah. I think. Omniscience. Omniscience? Yes. It's spelled oms- omniscience. Am I the only one? <laughs> Which is the same as omniscience. <laughs> <laughs> Accents just in a different place. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest SAT words that I remember. Uh, uh, let's read the scripture. It says uh, for Colossians uh, 2, 9 through 10. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought into fullness. He is the head over every power and authority. Mm-hmm. Amen. Psalm 27, 13. I remain confident in this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Oh, I tell myself this every time I'm in a bad place. When Mm. I'm in a valley, I say, oh, dear Lord, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Meaning in this life. It's not just an eternity, but I will see his goodness in this life. I needed to see that yesterday in the uh, valet at at the elementary school where I pick up the kids. Yes, it, it wasn't. No, he it, needed to see it. Yeah, <laughs> in you, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't present. It wasn't present. Oh my gosh, people! Have you ever had to pick up kids at uh, you know at elementary school when you have carpool? What car- is that called? The car valet. Is it called a valet? Yeah, but you're. Yeah, it it's uh, it's a bit challenging. Well, it was simple. I, I went to where the kids. If you're calm. I went to where the kids were, but uh, you know, it's kind of like the um, the ushers at at church that we had to deal with for a period of time. They yes. they 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 take this little thing, and it, it it becomes so important to them that you listen to them in yes. this little world. It's an obsession with power. And when they perceive that you haven't, even though you have, that's where the challenge is. Yes. <laughs> It's like the usher of church. Um, what yes. do you, um, how, it is, it, it, that is a really good, to find that goodness in that moment of the, the heat of something. Yes, right? 
I, I've actually been really good. I don't know that they just really pushed my button. And I don't know that I've ever yelled at anybody like that since I've been on the force well, I to don't, tell somebody to drop a gun. I don't, I don't. <laughs> Andy used his dog trainer voice, which is actually quite intimidating. Or no, it's actually yeah. a suspect drop a weapon voice, which yeah. is actually louder than the dog voice. Can you imagine that? I, I'm, I don't, I don't do this. I've, I've dropped well, all that. But it, what was he in the process of doing? I don't think I've ever seen um, somebody do that. He was, to your kids to have seen you come to that reaction. Yeah, he was yelling at my kids. Because forget forget <laughs> mama bears, because this papa bear over here, whole nother level to a mama bear. It's like a mama bear with fists. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure you people would defend you people. All of you watching would defend me. But uh, my window was rolled. The passion windows rolled up. I roll up and I see this man looking down at my kids. They're nine and 12 years old. And he's going like, he's like, <laughs> And I'm, and I'm going, what the heck is going on? And they go to reach for the door and he goes, no. And I yells him to stop. Don't touch my door to get in. Oh my God. So I roll down my window and then I hear him now yelling at the kids and I go, stop yelling at my kids. And he continued. He didn't listen oh, to my, he didn't listen to my first okay. command. Oh, and then another lady comes up and starts accusing me of skipping the line or cutting line. She goes, did you just cut in line? I go, now, who are you? What? Oh, you didn't mention that. Part oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She gave it. You cut in line. It was over. Did you get a number? Did you and like this? And I'm going and the, the guy's still yelling at the kids. He won't let him get in the car. So then it was over. And then, yeah, then the it bear was on like Donkey then, Kong. Then the bear came out. <laughs> <laughs> I said, First of all, you stop yelling at my kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then it went on from there. I didn't cuss. I didn't. Well, I, you didn't use any foul language, Snooks. Well, the funny thing is, is that I had a recent explosion at my daughter and I, I actually didn't know that person was still there. Like that was the most upsetting thing to me was that I didn't know that part of my old man was still alive. Oh, I hadn't seen myself like that in years, years. Oh, yeah. So how, how do we bring in God in that moment? I mean, I, I feel somewhat justified, but that's my flesh probably. Well, I <laughs> but I don't know that I could handle somebody yelling at my you kid. You were probably entirely deaf to the voice that <laughs> your ear. <laughs> you know what? He probably was like, why bother? This is not going to go well. The Holy I, Spirit was like, just let him rip. Let it rip. <laughs> he'll, he'll have to repent later. You, you know you're going to have to go and apologize to him later. No. I wrote, I wrote an email about it to, to the teacher. That's when I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning. I couldn't sleep. <gasps> Not the teacher, to the principal. I said, okay, this happened. And I laid it out. You took it. Uh, no. No, I said, I did. I raised my voice. I said, but I, I, he was yelling at my, my, my sons, both of them. And they were like looking at him going, why are you yelling at me? I was told, I was told to stand here. Um, but I did say, this is what happened. I laid it out. I didn't, I said, you know, you, I'll, I'll leave this in your hands. If, if, if you think that they did the right thing, then that, that I'm, I'm fine with that. But I just wanted you to know what happened. Cause I'm sure they went, Hey, this raving mani maniac with the, with the Falco license plate the, came and yelled at us. The TV guy, <laughs> the TV guy, yeah. the devotional, <laughs> the guy that speaks at the, at the school board meetings. At I the lost school this. board meeting. Yeah. Don't yell at my the kids. Christian. Do not yell at my kids. Yeah. That was it's a tough the... one. It's a tough one. But I just trying to figure out where I would have been able to, to bring. I think you could have been, uh, you, you have a command presence that does not require shouting. 
I think you mm. could have conveyed the message without shouting, mm. which you often do. Well, I, I gave it a shot and he, he ignored me. <laughs> and then, then I, I raised the volume. <laughs> and even the kids were looking at me like I, they didn't know who to be afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> that man or me I, and they yeah goes, i've never heard dad yell at somebody like that uh oh, but boy. uh carrie says pray quick yeah yeah there it, was, was... it was it was over before it started <laughs> carrie <laughs> uh... oh my god said exactly idiot mm, yes of course you're always right where were you when i needed you yeah well i would have loved to see you in that situation <laughs> i'd love to see so you see somebody yelling at zara yeah, I mean, it's it's hard. Yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely no um, no medicine for for that because mm. it is it's our instinct to protect our children. Oh, that's funny. So. Robert does bring a good point. I I don't yell at the dogs. Well, let's see. I, I look at the dogs as children. I saw him smash the dog's head against the crate. <laughs> so. I, I don't. I don't know what great. you're. I don't know what you're talking about, Robert. But what I saw was pretty darn scary. <laughs> yeah. The dog was trying to come out of the crate without permission, and I closed the door. I didn't smash his head. You took his head and whacked it against the crate door, <laughs> and then he calmly went inside the crate. Yes, and like, oh, what a good boy! <laughs> what a good boy! And I didn't yell when I did it. I just said, "Don't, don't do that." And he, said, he didn't do it again. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you could not do that with the school valet. <laughs> no, that would have been that would have been. And we're talking about a Belgian Malinois. We're not talking like a little uh, Pekingese Sch schnauzer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see what uh, Jim Ry Oop, Jim Ryman has to say. Schnugs. You have been given fullness in Christ. Notice this phrase does not say you will be given. No, it's already accomplished. So why don't we walk in this truth? Could it be we really don't believe it? Or is it that we believe the Lord holds his riches for us in heaven, only opening his storehouse to us in the next life? The life Jesus gives, gives now. And it's in this life, he said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's John 10, 10. Yet we have tendencies to believe that the Lord is like us, always saving the best for last. Consider, however, the story of Jesus changing water into wine. The master of the wedding, not knowing what had taken place, told the bridegroom, everyone brings out the choice wine first and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. <laughs> but you have saved the best till now. Jesus gives his best now, not later. He who did not spare his own son, how will he not also give graciously to us all things? That's Romans 8.32. Such a gracious God. That is interesting that he gives us, uh, he doesn't give us more as we comply, I guess. No, it's present tense. It's not based on words. Mm. The free gift is given in its entirety at the inception. Yeah. Our eternity is given to us right at the moment exactly. we accept him as our Lord and Savior. Exactly. And our eternal bodies are given right then too. We just wow. don't experience them. Wow. What's Cindy Hauser saying there? We all have human parent. Can you get that? That's hard. <laughs> we all have human parent moments. Grace, 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 of course. And she has a story to tell us. Oh. <laughs> and she definitely needs puppy advice. She's More? About to, she's about to slam the puppy. 
you do it with calm. That, that is the important thing. It's uh, it's easier on the dog to understand what's going on. I think um, it works the same with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not when they're yelling at your kids. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, we have had a challenging, I guess, couple weeks uh, with with busyness. I've been in like four court cases. Yes. I'm writing a report. We have kids that have been needed to have discussions with um, teenagers that are need to understand that it's time to to be prepared to be adults. Yes. We have, um, uh, you know, things that you know that just take up our time I mean, yes. they got sports they got meetings that they have to be at. they got church they have to be they have friends that they want to have over and that kind of stuff i i really feel and i only i'm giving you this list and I, i'm i'm missing probably 10 things oh the kids have to eat <laughs> that, that's another thing <laughs> they have to eat <laughs> and we still sometimes have to remind some of them to brush their teeth and not the little ones actually some of the little ones who are brushing their teeth i'll say did you brush your teeth and they say yes it's the older ones that some, for some reason don't want to brush their teeth. So we, as, as parents and, and everybody else is going through this too, it's just not us. But I think that is again, a, an example of God's love that he's hit both of us at this uh, stage in our life with the ability to be able to, to not, you know, fall apart, fall apart, <laughs> not, lose our cool uh, more than sometimes that we do. I, I, I think that I, I think that in my childhood, I've, you know, I got, you know, spankings and belts and things like that. And I, I don't really see us doing that with our kids. I, I think we have a lot of, uh, I think God's grace has been really good. Uh, we, of, of course we get frustrated and we'll yell on occasion. I can't raise our voice. Yes. and say, why can't you do these things? But we don't cuss at them, like yell and scream and cuss and yell at them. Um, I think that's just a, a sign that, that thank God, we came around when we did. <laughs> right? <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, I would not be living this life with you if it wasn't for Jesus. Right. <laughs> it's not even, it wasn't even in the realm of possibility. I used to be around my brother and his kids and after... 10 minutes, I'd be making a, a, my way to the door, like finding an excuse to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't it funny? And I, I hope I'm, I'm bringing this around because I know that there's people that are having challenging days and, uh, and, and difficulties. Either they've lost a job or, you know, they uh, have some type of illness or, you know, and we know people that have difficulty sleeping and that kind of stuff. But um, those things are still going to happen. But with God... He has given us the power to get through these things in a way that we would not have ever been able to do it in our old selves and in it, but by, by our, um, strength alone, oh, it, sure. it, it would be clearly impossible for sure to, to, to do these things without him for sure. So we gotta be, you gotta be thankful for that. And that was again, another message that I, I not only Kelly, but, uh, with Ray, as they go through some of these difficulties with their friendships and, and things like that is that constantly reminding them to pray, um, reminding them that God did not give them a spirit of fear right. and gave them courage, that regardless of them, how they, how they feel right now, 
that they have to go to it. They have to accept it. They have to bring it into their life. Well, I think we're whatever for us, um, at least God makes it very clear to me that our first ministry is our home. Mm. I mean, there's five small children, you know, so yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a large task to, to be a blended family, um, provide and provide financially and to provide emotionally for mm. five children that have all different kinds of needs. And, um, to do that with God is the greatest gift of all because in our flesh, that ministry would fail. And I, and I want to use the example of a true ministry, like a church. It's like running a small church, like what um, steadfastness and discipline in the word and walking with Christ does it take to run a church? I mean, Cindy knows, right? So Cindy, if you think of your congregation as similar to our home, you know what I mean? Uh, it's larger, but it's just, it's managing people and managing people is hard. Yeah. You know, so that, uh, you know, your altercation with this man is about, again, it's an, it's a reflection of having to manage the lives of your children. You know what I mean? And so this is just another piece of it. So anybody, whatever, um, God is situation that God has put you in. So whether it's at a job and having a very difficult job, we had our friend um, Priscilla who had a very difficult job situation and what it took of her emotionally and spiritually mm -hmm. to get through that situation. All of us have a certain, um, you know, that difficulties, the challenges that God puts us in to build our character. They're a process of pruning and refining our character to see how will we deal with these things. Um, and it's, it's super important because it's, it's what's God, it's what God has called us to. So God has called each and every one of us to a ministry, to a role, to a purpose in life. And we have to look at those challenges that he's put us in as a way of growing our faith mm -hmm. and our trust in him. I'm going to use, I want to use your, you as an example for right now <laughs> is that, isn't it interesting as, as God comes to you and reveals himself that in some ways we would, we would want to think that as God reveals himself, he relieves us of some of our burdens. And that, and that's kind of the thing. Like we would think that along with relieving us of our burdens, that he re would relieve us of tasks and, and that kind of stuff. You were retired. And, and that here, here God reveals himself and you're thinking, Oh, it's going to be, this is, this is going to be the best retirement gonna be ever. Me and my daughter living in Brentwood. <laughs> With oh, their oh, nanny and the housekeeper. Oh, and the nanny and the housekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what not, that's not what God did. No. He says, go to church. <laughs> I'm going to partner you with a guy with five kids and he's going to have cancer and COVID. First of all, that's how we're going to start this whole thing, yeah. Hedia, as I clean you up. <laughs> I'm going to force you humor. to move to Orange County and meet a whole bunch of people that are not really in your purview. <laughs> not my cup of tea, really. <laughs> we're going to add five TV shows yeah. and, uh, and you're going to become an author for the Christian Post. And I'm going to require you to speak about your testimony. 
all in uh good times isn't that fun isn't that though isn't that interesting yeah as i look at it yes (laughs) (laughs) as god appears you go oh god's here oh i'm gonna be lounging i'm gonna be lounging by a pool (laughs) in the sun i thought my working days were over and he goes nope here's a little (laughs) bit of that here's a little bit of this and you're going but i'm I know you're like, what, what are you, 30, 40 years old? Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and adds and adds and adds to your life. And um, it's pretty awesome. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. I, I stopped, but you know how I know that it's mm. working is that I stopped asking, how could you have put me here? <laughs> I really, How I think you do this to me. No, I mean, I stopped I, because I did, it was, it's so out of character yeah. that I, um, I just thought that it was a mistake, you know, that it was a joke. I must have heard wrong, you know, but hey, God, you, you know, he's Mexican, right? right. <laughs> you, you know, he drives a truck. That wasn't that, honey, that wasn't even. It's the kids. I, you know, I can't even raise my own. You know, I never, I didn't raise my own until she was 10, you know? So it's just, I, it's just shocking. It's just shocking uh, that God chose this way to grow me, but he did. Yes. And it's infinite wisdom. It's been awesome. And it's been awesome. And I, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> you were actually, we were, uh, where were we at? Were we eating somewhere? Was that today or yesterday? I forget what it was. We were sitting together, wherever it was. And she pulls out her phone. She goes, I'm looking at these Post Malone concert tickets. And they go, what? <laughs> who's, who's Post Malone? Like, I thought, is, isn't that where did you order food and it comes to you? What's that yes, called? Postmates. Oh, Postmates. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Postmates. Yeah. Post Malone is this uh, guy with the tattoos all over his face. Yes. <laughs> I decided against that, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah, I did. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't stomach it. Our teenage girls have been begging us to go to a concert, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll do it." The tickets just dropped, yeah. and I'm like, "I just can't." Me and these 15 and 14 year old girls, these girls were gonna 16. 15 and 16 years old. Sorry, yes. got the ages wrong. 15 and 16 year old, we're gonna go and listen to some. What, is it rock? Yeah, I don't oh, even I know. Pop. <laughs> Maybe one day. I, I just was like, look and go. Oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, one day. I'll do it. I'll push the button one day. All right. But before we leave, what are our friends saying? I think we have to go up a little bit. Uh Cindy is saying the gift of yes. the fruit. Or Carrie was saying gift of the fruit. Gift of the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Yes. And then she's saying that's where the gifts come from. Mm. Fruit of the spirit. And then um Cindy oh. says, Yes, first God, then ministering to our family, then the other ministry. Yeah. And it is hard only by the grace of God. (laughs) And she also had a hard day. God spiritually attacked, got spiritually attacked and wanted to pack up and quit. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. But God and his call before my uh, God and his call before my emotionality always. Oh, wow. Yes. And she's also supposed to be retired (laughs) running her Airbnb in her church. Yeah, but retiring as a as a soldier of Christ is yeah. a funny thing. Yeah, it's a funny thing. And Carrie says, "Yes, relieves us of the weight of our burdens, but not living without work." Yeah, exactly. Mm. You, those who do not work, do not eat, as the <laughs> Apostle Paul says, <laughs> Thessalonians. <laughs> I'll never forget that. We just finished yeah. that study. It's like those who do not work 
should not eat. Yeah, I think Jack said that the other day too. Right. And God is surprising. Love it. Yeah. Um, Carrie was very excited, admiring her new gardening tools and didn't watch where she was going and fell on the stone floor. Oh, no. Back hit and moved washer and dryer. I immediately prayed for no broken bones. Wow. Amen. Are you okay then? Yeah. Did you get a video of that? <laughs> Sorry. I always ask friends when they when they do that. Hey, did you get a video? <laughs> well, I hope you're okay, Carrie. Yes, we do wish you're okay. Yes. Andy's gonna like did you, I can't believe you said that. Right. <laughs> as long I mean, after they're okay, I then say yes. Because she's typing, we figured she didn't get a concussion. Right. <laughs> yes. She's on. Andy. Andy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And sore. Only video in my memory. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think my son did something. I forget what it was. He like fell and hit his back on like the steps or something like that. I go, oh my gosh, are the steps okay? <laughs> you didn't hear the step. You, you don't even did care. I forget what it was. It really, oh. it was something that he hit. And I just go, you didn't break any, anything. And I'm not talking about you. Like the thing you hit, did you break anything? Because Hetty will be really mad. Right. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Oh, you know what? One last thing that I was just thinking. I, I think uh, we have a friend who I, I think is um, of a few friends that are going through a, a transition in their ministry. And I, I think um, that I think that's the, is that, would you say what we've read in, the messaging that we got about this issue yes. is a an attack of the of uh, the devil. What what is the thought on? Uh, and I, I'm trying to say it so that we have like a little bit of another point to see where God's love and grace is. When when you're starting a ministry or you're leaving one ministry to go do another ministry. Some of my thoughts on this is that maybe there was a um, a desire to to self. <laughs> are, you, are you feeling the same thing? Oh, I don't know. I, I did, like, where, where do we? Where do somebody like our ministry? Like, you know, where where do we? Where where do we go? And I know that we listen to the Holy Spirit and we pray, but are, I think there's some signs that people can see when they've made a choice that is based on them and not on what God wants. Since you did not indicate the name, I will, I will give my insight. Basically, to me, I think that there's sin in it, in it mm. because it's too chaotic. Uh, so God's not, God's a God of order, not of chaos. And so to be jumping around like that is not of God. Yeah. It's just been a short period of time so, where, I mean, some great people and people that we love, um, have jumped around from a, a big church situation to a, a plant to a ministry to a bunch of different things. And it's, um, it seems to be causing a continual um, upheaval. upheaval. So what, what, um, and I think it's, it's a sin. It's maybe it's of, you know, selfishness or putting, uh, you know, one's personal needs, desires above what God's calling you to. Because we've had we've had the same thing in in our ministry. It's like, mm. shouldn't we do more? Shouldn't we expand? Shouldn't we be doing this? Shouldn't we buy this? And and I have 
never felt the inclination from God. Every time I think of that stuff, I feel it's in our flesh. And when I pray about it, um, as Jack says, I hear nothing or stay put. Like it is the, the nothingness means stay put, mm. meaning like I will grow it. Be faithful, be diligent, keep plowing, keep plowing, keep plowing, and God will grow it. You know, and I, it, the jumping around thing is something that I don't think is of God. I think there's something that uh, sometimes in our flesh, we don't have patience. Right. Uh, because if we don't see growth right away, then we think something's right, because wrong. That, right. That, and that's, uh, a, that, that's our generation. Like mm. that's this time. Everybody in, expects instant gratification. And we talk about this, churches talk about this all the time that people walk in, whether it's young people or older people, it's like, you expect to be the boss on the first day or you get, you know, I, I should be at this place by now. Well, no, you, you're going to be at the place the Lord wants you to be. However, he, however long he wants you to be, be faithful. Those who are faithful with little um, will be given more, you know? Mm. And so we just, you just have to be faithful with little. And that's very, very difficult for people. And see, even Cindy says, sounds like it's time to stop and pray and be still before taking another still. step. Yes. Still, uh, how many times I heard that when I was what I would describe as husband hunting. Um, <laughs> the, Lord, the Lord's like, be still and know that I am God. Seek first the kingdom and the rest will be added unto you. I don't know how mm. many times. I mean, like, like a tape recorder in my head. I heard that over and over again because I was anxious. It's really it's anxiety. It's being anxious to move, to, to see growth, to see right. change, to see the promises of God, because you have a promise of God. I think the hardest thing in ministry is there's a promise over your life. People either prophesied over you. You've had dreams about it. You feel it in your being that you're supposed to be at a certain place and you don't get there. And you're just trying to make yourself get there. Mm. It reminds me all the time of the story of Abraham with Isaac. It took 25 years, but he didn't stop. He totally jacked it up in the first couple of years with Sarah and then he was just like, I, God's promises are true, but God's timing is not our timing. His ways are not our ways. And so it's very hard to be patient while God's timing comes to pass. You know, I, when this, this thing became known, thank you for helping me navigate through that because I just wanted to talk about it because I thought it was important. Somehow I thought it would be important to the discussion. That, but when I look at... Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. I know we, we tend to go back to, you know, our rock and our, our, our comparison uh, to many other ministries as to, we look at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills with pastor Jack Hibbs and then the, uh, the men and women that, that are a part of the church, you know, Shadrach and uh, uh, Dennis and some of these other gentlemen and, and women that have been there is that they are comfortable in where they are at in that church. It, it doesn't right. seem, they said, it's almost as if, if God plucks them out of Calvary. Like Josh. Like I was just going to say it. Like Josh says, um, we need you in Idaho to, to, right. to plant a church. And it, now it's your time to move. And he was like, not necessarily, he wasn't the bottom of, of, of in the sense of the, of the, uh, the people that have been there the least. He was somewhere in a, a little bit of the middle, I feel. Right. Uh, but he didn't take the most senior. He didn't take Shadrach or Dennis and say, you go to Idaho. 
it could have been because they were established here and already have families and all that kind of stuff. But isn't it interesting that it's, it's, they seem to be, you know, I think God, I think Jack, God, <laughs> Jack, not God, Jack has, um, has done a good job in leadership in the sense that you wait until you hear from God. Yes, it's important. Everybody don't think wait. because you have this this knowledge. I'm so good. This I'm is so, so great. Good. Yeah. Yes. It's time for me to move on. I yes. gotta get my own gig. It's almost like in this other situation, and I and I I hope that I'm not yeah. wrong. Is that they're they're it's almost they can't wait to step out on their own, and there's this chance that they're doing it too soon, too early. It's not based on what God wants, and it's of the flesh. Right. Uh Wow, thank you. That was, I mean, that was very freeing. Two cents from the peanut gallery. We don't know if that's the truth, yeah. but that's what it, that's what it that feels, feels like. like. Yes. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Right. Because there's a, a few people involved. And of course, we're praying for them for the yeah. absolute best outcome and all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. It just seems to be taking a circuitous route. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Cindy says, oh, I'm so confused about a uh, husband hunting. <laughs> uh, you know what, Cindy? I really, I would really want my first book to be about that is Christian husband hunting because it's so, oh my God, I have so many lessons learned in that, in that process, but uh, it is so important to be still. It is so important to hear absolutely everything. And I'm telling you, I, I swear by this because I had, um, and I've talked to several people who've had a similar experience that journaling with the Lord, um, the qualities that he is expecting for you as a mate, as a partner. Because remember, you're a soldier of Christ, Cindy, and you have a calling on your life. You cannot risk taking um, a spouse that doesn't support that calling. Um, and God would never do that. So it is um, sitting with God and understanding what those qualities are and listening to him when, um, when it's hard to. And uh, some of the things like, you know, driving 65 miles each direction, I really wanted to stop going and driving to Calvary and watch Pastor Jack online and go to my local church, which is a good friend of his. And I was like, well, I mean, they're almost identical churches. What's the big deal? Well, Andy was at that church, you know, and so I kept going for two years, you know, so there's, it's listening to all of the things that the Lord, all the chess pieces he puts, all the puzzle pieces that he puts in a place that you have no idea why those pieces are there, you know? Um, and every misstep that I took, I learned from those two and wrote those down too. So that when you did manifest as God promised that, he said, you would know it. You will know without a shadow of a doubt, this is the one I choose because I kept trying to choose. And he's like, stop choosing. I am going to choose. You will know. And I'm like, how would I know? And I kept telling my friends with everyone that came across my path, I think this may be the one he chose. And he's like, why do you think? Because you go and find someone that that's the one he chose. You're supposed to, it's supposed to be obvious. You won't be asking yourself questions. And I was like, I won't. No, you won't. Because he told you he would tell you, you would know. And I, I just kept arguing this point, you know, and it was, but he was right. I clearly, he was, it was like a lightning bolt clear. Mm. So I encourage you to um, be still and know that he is God and to continue to have that conversation with him about who that mate 
is and what are the qualities and the attributes that the Lord expects and that you expect and make sure that those are aligned so that when he does manifest that um, you will recognize it. I think this almost is in direct line with what we were talking about with our pastor friends, that they are also trying to find that perfect situation and they're, they are trying to make something happen. Like and a God's mate. Going, Why do you keep doing that? Why do you just, just stop? Just stop and be still. <laughs> it'll, it'll come. And it's much like me. I spent all kinds of time looking and looking for love in all the wrong places. And then <laughs> I uh, repented, asked, asked for forgiveness and said, oh, I'm leaving this all into your hands. If you want me to have somebody, God, you will give me somebody. And um, uh, it, it just helped me be the best father that I can be is what my, uh, my time with him. Um, just spoke to me and said that was what yeah, I needed. You, were, you weren't wife hunting. I wasn't wife hunting. And, no. and then suddenly you walked into my life <laughs> and added one more kid to my, to my six kids. Um, yeah. I think that's a really good message that we kind of, hopefully, awesome. hopefully they got because we had to be a little bit uh, secretive in what we were talking about there, but I hope that uh, all made sense. My friends, anything else, my love? I think that's it. I think we've talked there. You're off. Yeah. We got our sponsors that are in the in the description. So just visit the websites and uh, join me in the the LifeWise business. That would be amazing. Um, and the Real people. Life Network launches next yeah. Sunday, not this Sunday, next Sunday, Pentecost Sunday, the 28th. So please check that out. Like, subscribe. Of course, subscribe to our podcast as a result. So they yes. see that we're kind of popular. That would be a huge blessing to us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, there we go. Jam Fence just got on. Hi, Jan. You're here late. Yeah, we're late too because of the chaos that is our existence, which Andy explained in nauseating detail earlier. So <laughs> we won't rehash that. Yeah, it, it really is kind of crazy. All right, my friends. Yeah, we can't wait either. They, they also um, look like they're going to have some other, I mean, other than us. <laughs> some other you know, cool people. You're going to step down a little bit, but then you're going to see people like this guy named <laughs> Safari. What's his name? Yeah, I'm mean, Safari and Gary Hamrick. I'm, oh, Gary I'm interested Hamrick. in seeing his stuff too. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Good night. God Have bless. A great evening. God bless. Bye. Where's it at? Where's it at, Schnugs? There it is. Goodbye. 